All right, everyone. Hello and welcome to the Staying Conscious Podcast, Season 2. Dun, dun, dun. And for this season, I am, well, my first guest today is a guy who I don't really know that much about, but I know we share a few common interests. His name is Ariel, and welcome, Ariel. Um, I'm happy to be here. Things, yeah. things are actually getting pretty interesting in the country that I live in. Yeah, and uh, for those of you who do not know, he lives in the United States. And we all know that there are many things going on over there. Uh, so why don't you tell us your, just your thoughts? What's going on? Uh, yeah, my, my thoughts, uh, it's, it's, it's a bit of a shit show. Okay. <laughs> but but the, the, the interesting thing is this. Uh, ever since this uh, pandemic happened... And everybody was told to go through these uh, unemployment systems that we have to get their relief. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this this uh, CARES Act, it was the new legislation, is about to expire by the end of this month. Mm -hmm. And this act attached an extra $600 to everybody's unemployment benefits. And that's what's really helping everyone keeping their heads above water. Right. And and about 48% of this country is now unemployed, which is ironic because Trump said he would be the greatest job president that God ever created. So, yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And so so the thing is, is that they're they're debating about extending that. But the thing is, if if you don't extend this then our our consumer spending is going to go is shockingly going to go down and we're just yeah. shooting the country in its foot wow all right i don't really keep track of like american american politics that well um but you mm -hmm. seem to know a lot and i, I would love mm -hmm. to discuss this with you but you and i we well before we started this podcast we have intended to talk about happiness and i think we can mm -hmm. make quite a connection there because uh, yes. today we're going to talk about UBI, which stands for Universal Basic Income, and uh, a little bit about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and to have like a, a solid foundation in life, basically, so that you can stand on the firm ground and build yourself mm -hmm. up from there. Um, so how have you gotten involved with the... Um, with what you're doing and what is it that you're doing, first of all? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so, I mean... It's it's interesting you bring that up. Ever since I was younger, I always wanted to be like some kind of radio or media personality yeah. and yeah. discuss things like uh, politics and happiness and current events mm. in, in, in a way that would just move humanity forward. Yeah. You know, and like the, the, the funny thing was, is that so I took these broadcasting classes in my community college. Mm -hmm. But then when I was done putting like my blood, sweat and tears into like those those classes and and like getting my good grades and stuff like that, they basically the degree that they give you, the certificate they give you is a lottery ticket. All right. And it's it's like, OK, well, that's pretty ridiculous. Like you you spend all that time and energy and effort and money when you're taking these classes and you're doing these things. But once they give you the cap and the gown and you're done with the graduation ceremony, mm. they just throw you to the wolves. 
Wow. And how did that feel for you then? Um, I mean, it, it was it was really disappointing. It was like, okay, so let me get this straight. Like, you you guys like provide no guidance, and mm. you just expect us to to have a piece of paper. And and the the other thing that happens when you graduate into a recession, yeah. it's a uh, it's a chicken and egg situation. Mm. They want you to have the job experience to give you the job. But you need that job in the first place, so uh, it's like, well, what, what the a, hell? What a paradox! Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of right, like it, an impossible it, situation, right there. Uh, right, it, it's complete BS. And so I said, okay, what's the next best thing that I can do? It is to so I start a YouTube channel, yeah. which is revolutionary thinking. So I I didn't know like how these things work, so I just thought like you make like a few YouTube videos and you get like a tons of views and subscribers and it just like happened. That. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, so I did it and then I'm like, where, where the hell are all the people? Right. I keep going to all these other YouTube, you know, you know, people and they have like tons of views and subscribers. And yeah. I didn't know that, you know, it took them such a long time before that happened to them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially in this day and age. I mean, oh, yeah, if you put up a video, I mean, it could be as unique as you might think it is. There's probably right. going to be something similar out there that already has like a, a huge audience. <laughs> so I know, right. I know what it's like. And uh, I know, especially like in the self-help industry. I mean, come on. I mean, how many self-help coaches and, and people don't you see? you know, preaching stuff right. on YouTube. There are so many. And, uh, well, but, you know, that shouldn't stop us anyways from trying to do what right. we're doing. Right. It's, it's, it's like market saturation. The mm. funny thing is, is that you, you, you're from Sweden, no? Born and yeah. raised. Yeah. It's, it's like, I'm like, and then I heard PewDiePie. Like, mm. why do Swedish people have, like, it's so, it's, it's so easy for them, but he's just <laughs> one person in your country that got lucky. He's not lucky. Yeah. Oh yeah, but he was actually pretty early on with it, though. Right. He was yeah, early. yeah. He was lucky in that way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He was one of the early adopters, is 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 what we call them. Mm. But but yeah. So so I started uh, uh, making these YouTube videos, and most of my videos were just about like how that the school system in our yeah. country, like it, I'm I'm just gonna say, it does an abysmal mm. job. It's 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 like there's no learning about money yeah. or finance or what makes you happy mm. or any of these things. And uh, what like like if it's memorization and regurgitation, I mean, that's just like a quick Google search. Mm. So what gives, yeah. you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, I think yeah. that, uh, yeah. you know, the school system in Sweden also, I think it might be a little bit more evolved uh, in Sweden from what right. I've heard. Um like mm -hmm. from people from the United States who have told me, uh, mm -hmm. but but right. um, it, there are also many flaws that I see here, definitely. And I think it's yeah. the, around the world. It's it's basically global. Um, but what do you mm -hmm. think then is the main problem at large? Well, I, I always thought like I remember the one thing that I loved when I was going through school was a field mm -hmm. trip. So I don't know if you've ever heard of such a thing, oh, but yeah, it's I when know like, you know, oh, okay, okay. So you know what they are like, you get on a bus, 
and you you see like my favorite field trip like i'm a man who loves science and technology mm. so that's this is one of my favorite things was was going to the california science yeah. center i remember one time in fourth grade like we went there and we 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 made like um slimy goop or something like that like you get two reactants like you mix yeah, them yeah. up and then there there was an experiment called magneto it would they're not tesla coils but oh yeah it was something called the van de graaff generator mm. so there's like a positive and negative charge and like you make electricity so so my biggest thing in life was like my god this is so cool like we're we're making things we're exploring yeah. like we're seeing what's around right. us and 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 that's the way life works when you get right. older like you 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 know you know so so i'm like so holy shit like so then why instead of sticking you know yourself in like a classroom mm. where you're just behind a desk and you have like all this boring mm. stuff why not like take us to the local markets right. or like so somewhere where business is actually happening. Exactly. Let's talk like, 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 okay. How does business person X run their mm. business? How do they get customers? How, how are they budgeting? How are they financing? Yeah. Like, like, you know, why is this rocket right. science? Exactly. It, it's actually, <laughs> it's not, of course. And, 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 and what right. you told me right there, like the, if you have a school, like a class, let's say you have a class that's focused on the more practical parts uh, of stuff. That's way more interesting because when you're, for example, a, a young child, what you do is you're always practical. You're always playing around. You're out there in the sandbox mm -hmm. and you're building your sandcastles. You're doing this and that. You're exploring life. And then you take this child and you put this child uh, basically in a box and you start, you know, right. teaching them stuff without purpose really because you cannot teach them purpose perhaps at such a young age theoretically <laughs> yeah. so instead why not like you said do it in a more practical way and i don't really know how that's not really my job to know either but i bet that people could actually find out and people are discovering ways new ways of teaching and that are they're right. implemented and yeah just like you say this should be the primary focus so it has to kind of change from the core and that's why we need people mm -hmm. who actually address this issue uh, on a small scale or a large scale. Doesn't matter really, but we need to we need to start basically in our own way. Right, right, exactly. Because like the existing power structures that we have lived in a different right. time. So I don't, I don't know about your leaders in mm -hmm. Sweden, but like our leaders are like sixty and seventy yeah. up. We're like 20s in our 30s, and they have no idea how time right. changed. Exactly. Like, I, I, yeah. I mean, right? do, we have you... pretty old leaders as well. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say, <laughs> I don't want to blame their ages, but uh, <laughs> right. yeah, but for sure, for sure, we need younger people actually speak up and um, they who are like relative in a way. Right. Yeah. And the internet has like just made us understand each other and has made us all like go global anyway. Right. So it's like the, this, this whole world is facing, I'm sorry, but these, these boomers that want to latch on to power until the mm -hmm. very end. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like they're not allowing 
you know, you know, for us, you know, they say passing on the torch. Right. Even even Joe Biden says mm. it. He's like, I'm still holding on to that <laughs> torch. Well, the more you hold on to this torch, like the whole place is going to go on right. fire. You know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's something else. But 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 I do have a faith for the future mm. uh, in people like Andrew Yang, because he he's saying that like the United States got rid of its office of like technology assessment, mm-hmm. like when I was born. And it's like, why the hell would you do right. something like that? It's, it's the, the dumbest thing. Like, uh, it, it, like sometimes it's so dumb. Like I get a headache. <laughs> what do you think made really the difference? You know, Andrew Yang compared to the other ones, what made him catch your attention? <sighs> He he knows about technology, the wave of the future. He's younger. He can see that that like like businesses don't want to create jobs. Yeah. They want to make right. money. And what costs the most money in a business? An employee. Mm. And so he said that if if we like take technology is is like getting capitalism to eat itself mm. basically is like what's happening so we have to create a new foundation for everybody that's this universal basic yeah. income and i say when you create a foundation that's when you can rise to the occasion exactly exactly <laughs> right what was it specifically about his politics that you because I know he his main point was the UBI right, right and uh, but he, but he was also like he well I saw uh, humanity right, first exactly humanity first and right there you can already see the difference. Are you familiar by the way with the clear graves model? You clear. the spiral dynamics. I, I haven't. Uh, I know of spiral dynamics uh, the the different stages of the blue yeah, orange. Yeah, yeah. You know, green, but but what's the clear gray model? Uh, the, the cl- no, the clear graves model. Uh, that's his model. Oh, I I mean that that's clear I, gray. I think that's the name. If I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to embarrass myself on the podcast right now. <laughs> the the clear <laughs> graves model. I mean, if oh, clear yeah, graves. It is spiral okay. dynamics. I yeah, mean, it's spiral dynamics. It's just oh. uh, the con- oh. kind of the name for the concept. But uh, the clear oh, grace model okay. is like his okay. the, the name of the entire thing, yeah. So um, okay, already there, like making a comparison uh, to see what type of stage, uh, what development a person has made psychologically. For example, a, a model like that is very beneficial, and especially when you look at the people who run um, campaigns and the politicians, etc. Because you have kind of like a a model to uh to judge by and that's the way that i that i usually uh form my opinions about the politicians and uh, and so on like where are they in the stage of the claire graves model i don't know if you've been thinking about that connected to uh, uh, frank uh, uh, andrew yeah and... i i i think i think andrew is pretty yellow mm. exactly that's what i mean because he's and that's very yeah that's a very rare thing to see because if we look at donald yeah Trump, for example he is I don't know where to put him, like b- orange, orange, red. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Orange, red. Um, yeah. And yeah. people who are not aware and cannot see that, they just like blindly follow. Um, 
And that's right. usually because of their own values, etc. Right. But I think that. Um, and well, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, so yeah, yeah. No, no just. No, I was thought. just thinking. You know, you know, in the United States, there kind of there's kind of like a revolution going on in a way, and mm-hmm. um, it's so broad, like the polit- political spectrum in the United States, right? There's like conservatives, mm-hmm. there are many liberals and libertarians, etc. And what mm-hmm. do you think like makes this difference in the United States? Because I've always wondered what it, why why it is like, why is it like that? Yeah, the the United States is like a hodgepodge of like different ideas and different peoples from all across like yeah. the globe, all across from political spectrums. Which I mean, you think, but like like my like Iranian family, it's funny. Some of them, like I have people in my family who are mm-hmm. pro Trump. Because 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 they they just say that like oh like he's 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 a strong leader and like that's good and that's what we need and 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 stuff like that. But the the thing that's bothering me right now really about this country is because it's become like a corporate oligarchy, mm-hmm. basically. And the the funny thing is this: like we talk about the ideals of working hard and pulling yourself up from your bootstraps. But if you think about it right now, what happened in 2008 when we had that recession was basically communism and socialism in reverse. Where, where, where it's like, okay, it's like when the big guys fail, we can socialize our losses and privatize our Mm. profits. So you get the worst of both. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. When the big guys do well, we're doing okay or maybe not so well. But the but when the big guys are starting to fail, then it's our job to help them get back up at our own mm. expense. That is that that's that's kind of you know that that's that's treason to our model, our society, because it's like you're 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 supposed to help the people who are you know are, are having a hard time first yeah. before the people who are who things are already going well and then things mess up. To help exactly. them. Exactly. I it's, totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder how <laughs> this is going to be a, a huge bridge, but how does this connect to happiness? <laughs> how, 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 yeah, sure. So this connects to happiness in a way that like, okay, so, so the thing is, is that your lower level needs like food, water, shelter, what have you, it's, it's, they once they're satiated you're 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 in a more optimal position to pursue your happiness right and because of the policies that we've had in this country for so many years uh, what let me let me say just not not even bringing the rest of the world into it but why would you do this to your own people why would you have them constantly worrying about tomorrow mm. instead of actually living their lives yeah exactly you know? it, it it makes no sense right. at all and 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 if if people are already struggling to pay the basics of their lives consumer spending is going to go down yeah. and that's just going to hurt the entire economy anyway right so so with a concept of a UBI is that okay so my I know that my base needs no matter what happens I I have this floor 
that I can never fall through. Mm. Okay. So if you think about it, think about like uh, you, you are building a house, right? You'd, you'd want to build it under stable. You'd, you'd never go to the ocean and, and build your house on a beach right. near wet sand. Exactly. That would be the dumbest thing in the exactly. world. Yeah. Basically, you, you can't build a foundation in quicksand when things are just constantly sinking and sinking underneath your feet. But that's what basic expenses are. If nothing is coming in, but everything is always coming out. Yeah. Right? So once, once you just, you, you provide people with a stipend that all the basics are taken care of, then they're free to pursue and look at things that they want to pursue. Right. And it's also kind of like a law of life. Like you always need the basics. You got to start with a solid foundation. You know, I do a mm -hmm. judo, which is a mar Japanese martial art. And, you know, same thing there. Like if I don't have a strong base, you know, with my grip and mm -hmm. the way that I move, things that kind of look so obvious, but if they are not solid, Mm -hmm. My judo is not going to work. I'm mm -hmm. not going to be able to perform my techniques. I'm not going to be able to do anything because the basis mm -hmm. is the foundation. Like that's the most important thing. And if that's unstable, it's like a house of cards, right? And that connects right. to happiness as well. Because if you always have to constantly be struggling with your survival, which is your lower needs, mm -hmm. then how are you going to raise mm -hmm. anything in your life? Or like raise your vibration, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. But you're not going to be able to focus right. on that because your stomach is always going to be growling. I mean, your pocket is always going to be empty. You're not going to be able to focus on your higher needs. And that's what we want in society. We want to push up the higher needs. We want to make life more conscious. We want to make it more holistic. Mm -hmm. But we cannot do that unless there is just that solid foundation. So, obviously, and right. we knew that... <laughs> <laughs> right. Li life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And you, you, you know what's OK. So this is this is really funny. Um, I don't know if you had this place in mm. Sweden, but uh, have you heard of Best Buy? Uh, yeah, I've heard about, about it. Yeah. OK. The, the store that sells mm -hmm. electronics. You have I mean, those in your country? We, we, or no, just I, we don't them? have the, that company, in, but we have similar uh, companies. Yeah. Oh, OK. OK. That sell consumer mm. electronics like computers and TVs yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, you know the whole nine yards iPhones. Okay, yeah. So so it's funny. I I was working at this Best Buy and uh, I used to work in fast food and I got really really bored. And my dad uh, used to have a jewelry store, but I just got bored because I I wasn't interested in shiny yeah. rocks. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So, so there, so, so when I was working at that Best Buy, I loved, yo, what I did and I was being paid a salary mm -hmm. and I love, and I, and I love like interacting with the technology and the customers and all yeah. that stuff. But if, if, if you would have given me a basic income, like that, that thousand dollars a month, I would have not quit right. my job because I exactly. liked it, you know? It, it would, it, in fact, it would have been an incentive for me to work harder or start a, yeah, a side hustle or sure. do something because it's, it's like when, when you're giving me this money, that means you're investing in me. You, 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 you're telling me you like me and you have faith in me. I, I want to do right. more 
for, you know, a country that tells me that I'm mm. valuable. But w- why would I want to do anything for a country that doesn't even care about what I want or what right. I need? Right. Where would that patriotism come from? You, you, you know, and and so that that's the funny thing. Now, 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 here's the interesting thing. So I was thinking to myself in this job, they wanted us to use these. Have you heard of NLP? Mm, no. Neuro-linguistic uh, programming. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, it's like the way you talk to people to get them to like you, to get them to like enjoy your company or do what you want them mm. to do. It's like, you, you know, you're trying to seduce them or be nice to them in a way that they're like, hey, I like this guy. I'm going to follow his advice or I'm going to like buy yeah. his stuff. You know, that's that that's what they want me to do. But it, it's really an, like like it kind of bothers me when they keep wanting you to do that, to like sell their credit card mm. or get people to buy into insurance for a product and stuff mm. like that. But then I was thinking like like it's like they really like the stuff here. They're not buying it because they don't like it. They're probably not buying it because they're in debt. Or maybe they don't have the money or something mm. like that. So if you provided these people with a universal basic income, more of the stuff in the store would have probably been yeah, bought. That's true. Yeah. And and so when when the season ended, uh, uh, I I lost my work and I wasn't I wasn't so happy about it. But hey, what happens happens. The reason why I couldn't keep my uh, job is because they said, hey, like we don't we don't have enough people coming in that justifies paying someone a salary to have mm. a job. And so that's not about you not coming in on time or coming in late or not being motivated to do your job. It's just about how much money is being spent at the store. <laughs> so 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 when you don't put money into the bottom of your economy then it kind of siphons it out of that and to the top and there's less money circulating in the system so there's less work to do (laughs) yeah (laughs) right you 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 see that they don't see how this all uh connects but it turned out that this was a blessing in disguise because uh, two months later, that's when this pandemic mm. happened. And that's when I got these mm. extended mm. benefits. And now I'm actually making uh, uh, in three weeks, I made more money than my three months at that wow. store on these benefits. Wow. <laughs> so, 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 so are these people job creators or are these people poverty exploiters? Right. Huh. You know? Yeah, I, I totally yeah. agree there. Uh, wow, what can I say? <laughs> uh, interesting, right? Interesting. So, yeah, what, what do you do now? What What do yeah. I do now? It's like I, I I work with these people on a thing called the uh, Yang Gang uh, Roundtable uh-huh. Podcast. So we 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 talk about these issues, and I got the extra money from these benefits and. Uh, I actually bought this really advanced drone because it's like, I I, I love anything that flies. Like ever since I was young, I was into like planes and helicopters Mm. and, you know, all this stuff. But I didn't have the money to like do that. But (laughs) like, like once in a while, just for fun, 
I went to like an airport and I did like a practice with like a plane or a helicopter and it was so just actually, you, I had pilots? a <laughs> I, 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 what if, if we had a basic income, it would probably be able for me to pursue that yeah. easier. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 That, that's, that's, that's the thing. But, um, the, the amazing thing to me is like, yeah, there, there's so many things in this world to like explore and find out and to see, but that's after you get like the basics right, covered exactly and and the cool thing is is that like it it's i was actually lucky like when i was going to university i actually got grants that exceeded the money that i needed for like books and classes and stuff mm -hmm. like that so the extra money that i pocketed i went to see like uh like like oregon uh washington dc for a couple of days and then I went international to like Canada and Japan right. and uh, New Zealand, Australia. Mm -hmm. And then the last two places on my list were England and Sweden. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you would, uh, okay, yeah. Cool. By the way, how, what, what do you yeah. think would, would have happened if we would have had a, 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 a universal basic income? What would change in people's lives overall? Uh, the stress levels would go yeah. down the the and 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 the pursuit of happiness in our constitution in this country wouldn't be an ideal it would be more attainable right because because you heard of uh, something called like compound interest but you see like for a lot of people who are struggling with bills it's the opposite it's like compound negativity yeah. Because, because they charge you late fees, they charge you interest on your credit card. So it's such a dark place to be putting people that like being poor is expensive. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it's like when, when, when you take that, that away, it's like you're, you're like freeing uh, people's minds and their, their ideas to not spend their mental bandwidth because people have a limited bandwidth on just things that they need that are yeah. basics. Yeah. Right. And, and the interesting thing is this. So, so when I, when I got these benefits, it's like, I remember that, like I went to buy something called a jackfruit. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but like, it was like uh it was like a $20 uh, a fruit that I just bought and I ate, I like fixed the, like, like I got a better chair for my computer. Yeah. I, uh, our, our, like what, like our dryer was broken. Our trash can didn't work. I fixed all mm. those things. And then I just like splurged the money on buying some foods and maybe buying a digital video yeah. game here right. and there. But, but then the thing was like, okay, like, yeah, like I had my little hits and that was fun and all. But then it was like, okay, but but it's like I I want to work anyway. Yeah. You know, it it because because like like little rushes of dopamine they they they're they're fun in the mm. moment, but it's like you're you're not creating anything that's really lasting. Right. And that's also the thing about dopamine is that it's basically designed so that 
you're chasing something that something that you can never really reach is that rush of achievement but it's so like rooted right. into our system you know that it can be like don't we need dopamine for anything if i'm thirsty and i quench my thirst of course i'm going to have a rush of dopamine but then i'm going to be thirsty again mm -hmm. and that can be you know basically right. anything if you get a new job you're going to be happy but what then then you want something new you know so it's it's like always there <laughs> Right. It's like a dog chasing right. his tail. But like, but, but when you got to think about it, like what, what, what's the next level? And the next level is really something that's going to last. Yeah. Like something that it's like, I've created a legacy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I've built like a library of content that, that people can know what to do if like in life they came across the same situations that yeah. I have, you know, and, and that, that, that's, that's like a thing that, you know, how can I say this? You can just sit back and say that like this world or this person's life changed and became better because of what mm. I did. And that's not a rush right. of dopamine, right. you know, that, that that's that's when we get into the higher levels of Maslow's exactly. hierarchy, and uh, right. right, and that feeling all, and that's you know, that's not a selfish thing either. You know, that is being, mm -hmm. you know, thinking about other people, being really a human being to care for others and not just for our own survival and like what what's in it for me what's in it for me mm -hmm. but rather the larger circle mm -hmm. concerns and that is how you evolve society as a whole right but but it's it's funny because our leadership doesn't understand mm. that you know andrew yang had something that he wanted to create when he became president he said he wanted to call it the american scorecard mm -hmm. Where's our level of mental health? Where's our level of happiness? Where's our, our level of like, are people abusing drugs? Like, why don't we measure those things? Right, right. We don't. What, what, what do we measure? Our GDP. Mm. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is this is something. And and this is what's so gross. Have have you heard of the, the like you've seen the movie like Wolf of yeah. Wall Street? And 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 what what was that culture? Like the quintessence of orange <laughs> spiral dynamics. The qu right. Exactly. The quintessence of orange spiral dynamics. I think we are seeing the the. I think coronavirus came in and said stage orange. Mm -hmm. Adios. Right. <laughs> like you exactly. Know? <laughs> right. It, it's it's funny in a way. It's like coronavirus said, like, like this th this is our next stage of evolution. You know, because because it's like uh, I I heard you know have ha have you heard of the KKK? Yeah. Okay, so so there was a, a a black guy and he did a documentary where he made friends with people of the from the KKK. So he didn't force them to not be a part of the KKK, but then when 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 they made friends with him, they're like they questioned like okay, then I'm making friends with this guy, like who am I? What is this mm. philosophy? Obviously, if I was told that these people are bad and they're evil or this and that and I'm making friends with this yeah. guy, 
and that's not what what's happening and they changed right because those ideas you are know just based on ignorance and so right and they right. don't know any better better but in an example like that they actually start waking up because they can see that they're basically the whole ideology ideology is just it's just like uh, yeah it, it's based right. on propaganda exactly right Right. And and the interesting thing is this. Um, um, so so this is what he said. He, he was asked what he thinks about Trump. So he said a lot of times when when people go skiing and something happens to their ankle, the doctor says, like, the only way that this thing will heal is if I if I break the bone and it reconnects that mm. way, because it's like a whole process. So I'm thinking that I think this collapse would have happened with or without Corona. Yeah. Co corona just sped it up because even before that, we had such high levels of inequality and all of this mm. nonsense. So this pandemic came in and it broke the bone. And, and now we have to say like, do we want to go back to what we were before that? Mm -hmm. I don't right. think so. <laughs> well, some people, they want <laughs> Yeah, th th that's because they were probably some of the people on the yeah. top. Yeah, yeah, but but that that that's not gonna cut it. I mean, I mean, if 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 th they're always gonna be the people who dig in their heels and they don't uh, uh, want want to move forward, but hi his history always shows that it mm. doesn't matter. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. Very interesting, man. Yeah. I mean, you, you talked before about you, you have a YouTube channel, obviously. And mm -hmm. uh, you said that leaving a legacy, you mentioned something about that. Well, what is it that you would mm -hmm. like to leave um, for people to know that is like unique to you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That, 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 that there's a better way forward than, than what we're doing here. You know, uh, being young and like, I was diagnosed with like ADD, ADHD. I, I, I was a little unique. Like, it's funny. Like when my friends were all into like sports or girls or all those things, like I wasn't really like that. It's like, I, I, I was into like science, technology, philosophy and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But I, I could, I really had a hard time finding, you know, my, my people. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it was really tough until like the internet really oh. came in. And, and that, that kind of like expands right. your, your circle, yeah. you know? So I, I, I want to create something that just in case there are young people out there that are growing up that are confused and frustrated, don't know what's going on and are having trouble. Mm. There, there can be a better way forward for them. Yeah. That's a great purpose. That, that's what I want to leave, you know? And, 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 and I, I had these, I've, like these ideas of like, may, like maybe I can create these places mm that I said where, where people can go and like, they can just be taken out of high school or a university and then actually like be asked, like, if you had a business, like, what would that be? And what would you want to teach? And what do you, what do you enjoy? Maybe they enjoy 
aviation just like I do. Or maybe they enjoy science and technology just Mm. like I do. Like there can be a place where they can go where they can do experiments or fly planes or like enjoy that stuff in and 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 like go through this process of just being more autonomous because I don't think that the schools give it to you. Right. And um, I was just thinking because there is a place actually in the city that I live, Malta, that it's a place, it's a company called Cool Minds. And uh, it, it kind of has that same concept that you were talking about. It's mo- mostly focused on scientific stuff, like with building, mm. learn how to build your own robot. And uh, like you can be like 12 years old and you can look at, um, I don't know, things that you're interested in concerning science with chemical experiments. Obviously, you don't handle it for yourself. <laughs> but, uh, but you get things that are like very practical and very cool. And um, I think it's free for children and teenagers i'm not really sure uh and i actually know the girl who is the who started it and it's like a very successful thing and when i saw that i was like all right this right here is something new and uh, it's very innovative <laughs> how do you say innovative innovative, innovative. <laughs> and uh, innovative yeah and um yeah. it's uh, it's basically thinking outside the box and not following those old conservative uh, frames. Uh, so something like that is, I don't know if you do, you don't have that in the United States, something similar. Uh, extremely few and yeah. far between. I see. It's, it's, it's just, it's just like, here, he, here's what I find. So, uh, ridiculous about it. It's that we have career day in our mm-hmm. schools once a year. Yeah. Like, why not a whole month? Right, exactly. <laughs> it makes no right. sense. It, I, when I went to uh, elementary school um, in the 8th and ninth grade, we had like a week that was called the PRAO week. And I don't really know what it stands for. It's something like practical working oh. orientation. And uh, you basically got went to a company, any company you'd like, there were certain, of course, restrictions. You couldn't just go to any company. But let's say I wanted to see what it's like to work as a chef, for example. And I go to a restaurant and I walk there, I'm like 13 years old, and I basically ask the manager, all right, so can I stay here for two weeks and just do very basic work and just see how it goes? And that's basically how it worked. And so you got two weeks where you went to a workplace and you got to explore and see what the workplace was like. And something like that, I remember that really triggered me because I was so used to being in school and I thought that what it, that's what it was like. I didn't really know what working meant even. But when I got to see mm-hmm. the more practical part of life when it comes to work and like where am I going after the study thing, uh, I got to see that, that like there is so much to learn from doing something that you really want to do, but you don't really have the opportunity to do. It's like when you go to one of these companies and you work there and you get very basic labor, you, that motivation that comes from that is something that you don't usually experience because it gives you a sort of responsibility. It makes you feel as if you are important and you are part, part of something. Because I worked at a gas station and I was in charge of the, um, how do you call it, the stocks, like in, inside the, mm. where you, where I, like, um, I put the boxes in order, etc. 
And I realized that the work that I do in there has a huge effect on what's going on inside the store. And that, and that realization right. was like, wow, I'm actually important just doing this. And did, like this oh, right. basic thing that's like so super simple, but still it has such a huge impact. And that yeah. realization right there is yeah. perhaps what's needed for many young people oh, to realize that uh, for to sure. start seeing purpose in what they're doing. R right. Like um, um, in the United States, now we're calling them essential mm -hmm. workers. But why are they called essential? Because like if we don't have these truckers to drive these trucks to get the food to where it needs yeah. to go, if we don't have the people like stocking it on the shelves and all these people we've realized and that like sometimes they're underpaid. Mm -hmm. But they they keep our society yeah. going. Not so much like a social media influencer right. doesn't really right. do that. Like the people the people on Wall Street who are just like speculating don't do that. We can survive without yeah. them, but we can't survive without like being able to pick up our food at the grocery exactly. places. If you're living in a city, exactly. you know. And and we don't we but but this is never taught right, to us. Right. It's it's just like oh like like okay now we're going to you know the grocery to like pick up mm. our food and we're just going to pay the person and we're done. But it's like okay, but like what what created right. that? Like mm -hmm. that you you know you know that's the part that really bothers me is that we're we're not told like what's creating all of this stuff that is surrounding us like like it, it's funny even our own houses it's like when you call a handyman mm. or a plumber or someone to like fix your air vents or all this stuff like we like some people don't even know how their own house yeah. works. Because, you know, we're, we're not told how, how this stuff, it's, it's kind of crazy. It is. it is. I mean, you can go even deeper. I mean, you can go to the smallest thing you can find in your house, and it basically has a mm -hmm. story. I mean, this little right. piece of wood up here comes from this and that. And for it to actually come here to my house and keep everything in structure... <laughs> Uh, you know, that person before had to do this and that, and it's like a whole interconnection. And being able to see that, right. when you can become aware of that, that changes your entire perspective of life. Right, right, exactly. So so when the guy who came to fix our mm. dryer, he, he, he opened it up, I was just like staring at it. Like, I, I didn't even know like all that stuff was back there or this yeah. is how it worked. And and then he took he took out a piece of our dryer and he turned it on. And then I could see that there was a flame being ignited underneath oh. it to like do something. And yeah. I'm like, like, okay, like I didn't know <laughs> that was the way that it worked. But but it's like, oh, okay, like let me go to school and learn some Shakespeare, you know, which has no relevance yeah. to like if if you like it that's mm. fine but like but then but then it's like okay if a train is going at this speed and another train is going at this speed how long will it take to like do that and then it's like are you freaking kidding me <laughs> like like th this is this is what you're teaching me and it has nothing to do with like my surroundings or like the rest of my life exactly. it's it's it crazy wow. <laughs> yeah and and you know I uh I this chair that I have in front of my computer yeah. right now it's it it like well actually you guys have it in Sweden I guess like yeah, IKEA yeah. 
like that's that's the thing where where it comes in i got it from wayfair but like it comes in all these parts and you have to like build it uh-huh. yourself i mean we're, we're so used to like convenience in the united states and in most of the western world oh, yeah. i guess that 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 we don't we don't take the time to appreciate just how complex it was to put all this stuff together that makes our life so right. convenient. Exactly. And you, you get a taste of that with Ikea as well, when you actually have to build it yourself. It's kind of funny. Every time I go to Ikea, there is this, well, of course, there's, there's the, like the top floor where you have all the exhibitions of the, the chairs and the tables and the beds and everything. And then I call that kind of the, the conscious part of Ikea. And then underneath, there is the entire, mm-hmm. how do you say, like, not warehouse, but where everything is located with the, the building blocks of the actual furniture. Mm-hmm. And I call that the subconscious part of Ikea. <laughs> and it's so funny, uh, you know, and that, right. actually that base right there <laughs> is what everything is, you know, upstairs where you can see everything, where everything looks so nice. Uh, but we, we're not really aware of that because we just see, you know, what we see. But we, we don't actually go further. So that's kind of a funny symbolism right there. Yeah. 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 Th- that's that's why I always loved like science mm. because it's like you can experiment with things and you can see like, okay, what is the origin? You know? And oh 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 here here here's here's the thing that I love to say. I say that, you know, parents always tell their kids to study, but how many parents have took the time to study their yeah. kids? That's, uh, that's true, <laughs> <laughs> right? It 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 it. And how many people take the time to just study themselves? Right. <laughs> like like not not not. But but you see when you're when you're in survival mm. mode, that's the thing. It's like I don't have the time to study right. myself. I have to do my homework. I have to do this. I have to do that. It's like what exactly. the hell? Yeah, right. And they're like, why should I fix my? Right. Why should I fix my anger? Why should I fix this fear when I have bills to pay? Mm-hmm. You know, and right. so so that maybe that's a, a great reason to why people have such a difficult time evolving, you know, mentally and uh, yeah. con- with their consciousness and everything. It it's an yeah. impediment, but 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 you but there's a darker reason behind it, mm-hmm. my friend. It's it's the existing power structures that rely on us being like yeah. this. Because, because where, where, where else are you going to get a person to do a very boring, slow, menial task, which I'm not against. And some people actually like want to do that stuff. And, and it's, it, it's, it's good for like some people are starting out, but it's like, unless you say do this mm. or else, you know, it, and, and that's the thing he, he, here. Here's an interesting one from it's always uh, sunny in Philadelphia and you got he's talking about implications. Mm -hmm. So so he said this is a conversation. What do you mean what we do? uh, What do we need a mattress for? Why in the hell do you think we spent all that money on a boat? The whole point of buying a boat in the first place is to get the ladies nice and tipsy topside so we can take them to a comfortable place below deck and they can't refuse because of the implication. Mm. So he says that, think about it. She's out in the middle of nowhere with someone she's never been before, looks around, what does she see? Nothing but open ocean. There's nowhere for me to run. What am I going to do? Say no. And then he says, okay, that seems pretty dark. 
But then he says, but the thing is, she's not going to say no because of the implication. Mm -hmm. So, so that's the thing you got to think out. And, and so he, he got Scott Sanson's got this exact same thing. And, uh, he put it, he put it to, uh, getting a job. He said, like, did you go up and put that shit job on monster.com that I'm legally allowed to pay the least that I can? And then he says, what, like, you're going to offer someone a shit job? What do you mean? Why would I offer someone a shit job? Why in the hell would you think that? So we can offer them a nice low wage without benefits or dignity. And, you know, they can't refuse because of the implication. Mm -hmm. The, dude, dude, think about it. They're out in the middle of the job market with some employer offering minimum wage. They look around and what do they see? Nothing but unemployed yeah. people. Ah, there's tens of millions of people in need of a job. What am I going to do? Say no? <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you see, you see yeah. how that works? When you, even though if you say no, they're not going to like physically hurt you or damage you or do any of that there's still an implication that if you say no something in your life is in yeah. danger yeah yeah so 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 without without this universal basic income it's it's like 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 you you can say say no and they're not going to physically hurt you but they're going to withdraw basic supplies from you that you need to survive mm -hmm. And, and it's the same thing with like a war. If you can't, if, if the enemy is like stronger than you and has better uh, military uh, weapons, then, but if you cut off their supply lines, mm. how are they going to feed right. their army? Not possible. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, 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 so it's this, it's a very stealthy form of, you know, you know, taking control over people, not not direct physical intimidation or harassment, but the power to take away all the oxygen in yeah. the world. Right. Wow. Right. Huh. You see, it it it's it's very it it it's very subtle. I know. Yeah. It, that's and that's the thing, and that that's why people are. Also, they, it's difficult to become aware of it because it's so subtle. Mm -hmm. um, I was wondering if people want to follow you and what you do. Where well, you should like they should go to your YouTube channel. But you would you mind explaining to them perhaps if you want to market yourself a little bit? Like, sure. go ahead. We can. Yeah. So, so basically, um, my revolutionary mm -hmm. thinking uh, channel started out as like these uh, criticisms of the schooling system and the existing kind of like job structures. Mm -hmm. But then when Andrew Yang came onto the political scene, it completely shifted into uh, supporting him because I saw that his candidacy was a direct way of addressing everything else that I was addressing before in my YouTube yeah. videos. So, so they can, they can check that revolutionary thinking on YouTube. And then if, if, if they just like inspirational pictures of things from the sky and drone photos and mm -hmm. plane photos, 
It's Ariel's underscore Ariel's. So that's A-R-I-E-L-S yeah. underscore A-E-R-I-A-L-S. And then uh, on Twitter, I'm Ariel's underscore Armada. A-R-I-E-L-S underscore A-R-M-A-D-A. Okay. So yeah, right. that, that's where they can get some insights. Okay, well, I hope everyone who will listen to this podcast later um, had a good time listening to you. You've been a great guest. And, um, well, I'm happy. This was a great start for season two of the Staying Conscious podcast. And I'm very happy that we decided to. By the way, guys, for those of you who will be listening to this, this is our first time speaking, me and Ariel. We were, we were, suppo- we, you, we were supposed to talk like a year ago, was it? Yeah. But yeah. It never, never happened for some reason. I don't know why. But, uh, but it's been extremely interesting talking to you. And you're very welcome to join future podcasts as well. Oh, yeah. for sure. It, th- th- these podcasts, I just want to make a joke, are way better than the broadcasts we're getting on TV. <laughs> well, that's great to hear. That's great to hear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I stopped watching the television a long time ago. Uh, and anybody with with who wants to stay right. conscious because it's it's just completely just it, it's there it, it's there to hype you up and get you mad yeah. and and frustrated and then nothing gets solved right. i'm done right. with that man yeah, yeah. so broadcasting <laughs> no more right okay guys everyone listening thank you for listening uh thank you so much for joining everyone remember to stay conscious if you like this podcast make sure you follow me on Instagram, Conscious Motivations, as well as wherever you're listening to this, if you're listening on Spotify or uh, iTunes, follow this. And also follow me on Conscious Motivations on YouTube. Stay conscious, and I'll see you soon with more.